Richard and Julie with you. The official passport index shows Canada is seventh with 188 places we can go without needing a visa. Julie, how big is that? How huge is that? I think I think our passport is one of our most valuable documents. I mean, it, it identifies you as a Canadian wherever you go. And as we say, we're, we're kind of spoiled because at the other end of the spectrum, there's some places and people that hold their passports that can maybe only go to 20 or 25 places without requiring a visa. And sometimes... If you live in those countries, it's very hard to get the visa. Claire Newell will join us in about 10 minutes, one of our travel experts here on 680 CJOB on the value of your passport. Later in the hour, the need for more apprentices in certain categories in Manitoba, as in some cases, interest rates have slowed construction projects down. This is certainly fueled right now by a whole lot of hospital construction in Winnipeg and in rural centers. We had the story earlier this week about the fires on Elgin Avenue and talked to the owner about this. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, the situation of uh, the owner and other situations like this can be referred to what's called the Problem Property Committee at City Hall. Joining us on 680 CJOB to explain what that committee does, because it's the the big picture approach to some of these chronic problems in our city, is the chief of Winnipeg's Fire Paramedic Service, Christian Schmidt, is with us live on 680 CJOB. Chief Schmidt, uh, best of the new year to you. Thanks so very much for joining us. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. What is... The Problem Property Committee. What uh, what does this do? Who's a member of this? How does this all work? Well, um, this committee uh, is uh, comprised of a number of members from various departments across the city, those being uh, the Winnipeg Police Service, uh, licensing and bylaw enforcement, uh, property planning and development, uh, water and waste uh, has a seat at the table, as does Winnipeg Fire Paramedic Service, and um, the uh, office of the CAO uh, oversees the committee. Um, the committee has actually functioned for, for many years. Um, however, um, it was resurrected about uh, two years ago after some discussions with community uh, advocates, uh, in particular, uh, Mr. Sal Burroughs. Uh, Sal had, uh, had been to the committee a number of times to, to speak with committee reps. And um, very soon after uh, coming into office here as, as a fire and paramedic chief with the city, uh, I received a call from Cell from Mr. Burroughs, and he really encouraged us to get this committee back up and running, uh, which we have. And um, I can tell you that uh, since uh, getting this committee up and running again, the level of cooperation between the departments and the information sharing that's moving between departments is uh, at a at a, a level that uh, we haven't seen before. So it is uh, helping us uh, move in the right direction uh, because, uh, as we know, uh, vacant buildings in our city is an issue, uh, a very important issue that we need to be dealing with. And this committee is a, a very good uh, venue for us to get the conversations and um you know, solutions to some of the problems. Uh, We've also been uh, 
taking the show on the road, so to speak. So uh, just before Christmas, uh, there was a number of representatives that, that uh, participate with the committee that actually uh, was out in the community with some folks in Point Douglas um, and uh, other parts of the city in order to actually see things firsthand. And Cell so took uh, me out door to door in that community yeah. as we did our our ringing in the news year 2024 program and can point to the houses that, you know what, oh, that one's got a problem there. Uh, and we saw a house that wasn't properly boarded up. I took a picture of it just to see how long it would take for it to get boarded up. And then within 48 hours, it was back to getting, and, and I bet it was his phone call or a phone call from a neighbor. And that works. But in other neighborhoods, it's still very much a work in progress. So talk about that because you do need that neighborhood and you do need people to be active, to get on the phone, to talk to you, and frankly, to bug you. Yeah, it's very important. Uh, the systems are in place through 311 for, uh, for putting in the reports. Uh, those reports flow through to the various departments and they are actioned. Um, it, sometimes it takes a little longer than, than people would like to get the action, but it happens. Um, you know, I, I spoke earlier about spending time in some of the communities. Uh, I regularly drive uh, through Point Douglas on my way to work in the morning. And uh, we, we have a reporting uh, uh, program here where our field crews are able to, re to file reports uh, for vacant buildings and, and uh, other fire issues in the community. And um, so even the chiefs in our organization have been filing those reports. They see something, they file the report so that the action can happen. This is everybody's responsibility. And um, so it's important that, that people speak up. If they see something, they need to say something. And then uh, our teams can go out. Uh, the teams from the various departments can go out and, and uh, get the situation rectified. And I know you won't speak specifically to the Elgin matter and I'm hoping it gets referred to your committee. But the, the the issue there is that you have somebody that is actively trying to do something versus a whole lot of people that are playing the system. And I wonder how the committee is approaching those chronic individuals that have had boarded up and derelict buildings and are doing nothing for years about it versus those that are trying to do something about it. What are you going to do about that? What's the committee's approach to dealing with those issues and those big absentee landlords? So um, I'm aware of the situation that uh, that you reference. I won't get into the details, but I can assure uh, assure you that we are looking into it uh, to ensure uh, you know that we're actually uh, complying with our own bylaw. Um, but in terms of what we're doing for folks that are trying to remediate housing and, and uh, make things better uh, in the community, uh, we certainly don't want to be a barrier to that. So uh, we are looking at it. Uh, there will be, uh, my understanding is, there will be another report coming forward for consideration. Let's remember these, it's important to remember these changes that were put into place uh, just about a year ago. Uh, sometimes you don't get things perfect the first time. So uh, part, part of continuous quality improvement, currently evaluating, ongoing evaluation, and if you need to make some changes, you make the changes. And so that's what we'll be looking to do. We'll do the evaluation, 
And if there's things we need to change, we will absolutely do it. Chief Schmidt, appreciate the time. Thanks so very much. Thanks very much. You have a good day. Christian Schmidt is chief of the Winnipeg Fire Paramedic Service.